Hello and welcome to Kiss Kiss Game Game. I am <laughs> I am Andrew Cogswell alongside the lovely Jessica Howard. You think I'm lovely? I do. Surprising Aww. absolutely no one who knows the two oh of us. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm Jessica Howard and uh. apparently I'm lovely. Aww. <laughs> this, is, this is off to a good start already. It, for you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're lovely as well. Well, thank you. Um so this is a this is our first episode um kind of a pilot episode. Yeah. In a way. Um, so this is when you decide if you're going to cancel us, if you're going to stay on for another season. Or or just get picked up in general. Yeah. Um, on your subscription feed. That's Bruce down there. If, I, if you could hear that, you just growled <laughs> at, the, at the door. Um, but anyway. That happens. Yeah. So this is a podcast about video games. But more than that, it's a podcast about relationships and relationships in video games. Hence the kiss kiss. Yes. And then the game game is the video games part. Mm-hmm. Um, so very, very clever. What we're going to do in case you're just now discovering us is uh, this isn't going to be your place to get reviews or news or anything like that. I mean, there's plenty of other outlets for that i mean obviously the and they're big, better than us yeah and they, they can do it better <laughs> we they, don't we don't have the inside scoop like that's the thing is we so, don't have the resources well okay but the thing is and like okay so before this we did uh, a youtube channel called subtrendy and i just want to take a second to interject here mm-hmm. podcast so much better than youtube channel because guess what right now i am in a robe mm-hmm. and like oh my god it feels so nice oh yeah i, have I don't sh- have to worry about like putting on makeup really mm-hmm. i don't have to worry about like putting on actual clothes like i remember when we were doing some trendy the channel mm-hmm. i would have to bring over multiple outfits when we would record on weekends so it would look like we were recording on different days yep. <laughs> but now i can like be naked and it's fine yeah i'm not saying that in a sexy way i'm not like oh i'm naked it, yeah. it's just like it's nice it's comfortable anyway <laughs> yes anyway so yeah there's, there's so, better no, places did, to get yes we did reviews. some trendy and we realized one of the things was we were just spreading ourselves really thin with that mm-hmm. and like we tried to always do like news and update stuff and like the latest games and yep. like this is the the release is coming out and like that actually was a lot of the show that i ran which came out what every sunday yeah was the trendy or some trending yep. is what it was called um it was fun and like i liked doing it but you know when you're going up against like ign and stuff like that which i love ign i'm not like saying anything bad about any or, or yep. GameSpot, whatever yeah um well i mean even just smaller outlets i mean yeah, there's smaller, there's places yeah. like okay beast irrational passions mm-hmm. uh handsome phantom that are doing that kind of stuff and they're doing they it really it. well yeah and mm-hmm. so like there's not a whole lot of room for us right now to like that with re- our resources and our time to really try to get into that. So we're going to take a little bit of a different spin on talking about games. Yeah. And that was kind of the thought process that Jessica actually came up with. Um, the name is hers and the idea was hers. So yeah. I mean, was, you can give yourself some credit too. Like, I mean, you're, you're cute. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. So you don't have to listen to a podcast about us complimenting each other. Cause that'd be gross. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So important like I think uh, information for the podcast a lot of people uh, know us they know who we are but yep. we are a couple we've been together for eight years mm-hmm. uh, going on nine it'll be nine in August oh wow god mm-hmm. yeah Ugh, I need to break up with you please it's been too long please I need to get back on the market yeah no, no like we, we were literally just, just talking yeah. about how like we would both be terrible at dating oh earlier. god well um, I, 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 that'd be a fun topic for another time yes. we <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just you know but anyway to get back to kind of what the podcast is about god you keep wanting to be on topic I know. It's no fun. Yeah, fuck me, right? <laughs> um, so we're gonna talk about video games. We're gonna we're gonna pick one game per week, mm-hmm. and we're gonna uh, per every two weeks. Uh, every and, two and weeks. Yes. We, sorry. We have like all these grand ideas and visions for this, but we want to see how it goes doing what. One every couple weeks. Um, to start out, yeah. And then we might, like, throw in streaming. We might eventually make the change back to YouTube, which means I'd have to wear clothes again, but maybe it's Ooh. worth it for you guys. 
um and we might and we might switch to doing this weekly um we have lots of ideas we're just kind of seeing how this plays out yeah testing the waters have um you know obviously lots of things everybody has things going on in life but you know like i'm in school we both have jobs um so we're just seeing how this goes um and hopefully you guys like what we do yeah so we're gonna pick one game per episode Mm-hmm. and do a kind of critical analysis we might we'll do like a little mini review like general impressions yeah. but nothing serious like scoring or like diving in like super deeply getting in the weeds on that yeah um and then we're gonna kind of take a th- romantic relationship theme from the game kind of talk about how it's shown in the game and then or you know but even sometimes okay like tonight's ep- like tonight's um general topic mm-hmm. uh it's kind of already out there because we we tweet at people we get yeah. uh input from others um, it's not necessarily, uh, like super shown in the game. It's kind of an exaggerated, uh, question based off of like the premise of the, I don't know. You'll see when we get there. It's not necessarily, like sometimes it's kind of silly. Like tonight's thing is kind of a far stretch. It's like taking it to an extreme yeah. and talking about it in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just want to premise is it's not yeah. always going to explicitly be shown in the game. Yeah, it's going to be kind of inspired by in a way. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would say inspired by, not explicitly within the game yeah. itself. Sometimes it might be, yeah. but um, tonight is such a case where it is not. Yeah. So we're going to we're <laughs> gonna do that, and that'll be kind of the first part of the show. And yeah. then after that, we're going to move on to um, every week, or every two weeks, I guess, we're going to have um, questions out, and you can email us your answers mm-hmm. um, about uh the, the topic that we're talking about we'll let you yeah. guys know the week kind of the week before and also um anytime that you guys want relationship advice <laughs> we're not experts i'm not guaranteeing it'll be no. great relationship advice but um that's part of something that we wanted to offer as well yeah um you can send in any questions and we'll tell you it our can be thoughts. goofy it um, can be goofy can yeah be or um, if you just have like a funny story to tell us and like yeah. don't shy away from like we'll talk about sex here we'll, yeah we'll talk about um I was trying to think of like something over the top and TMI-ish to say, but I can't really think of yeah. it. We'll, we'll talk about dildos yep. on here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Send us your dildo questions. Yeah. <laughs> just those. Just nothing just, else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is actually, it's called Kiss Kiss Dildo Dildo. No, it's not. Um, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to kind of do the that uh, the questions and stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, just kind of have a general talk about relationships and if you guys have any questions about stuff like that so that's gonna be kind of the format of the show um obviously that's we yeah that's the general format we will go off on tangents i'm sure um well, i mean this about whole intro has been a tangent okay no the <laughs> intro is an intro we have to give them uh context. the general yeah the con- we have to give them context mm. okay um yeah. but no we'll talk about like stuff in in our life i'm guessing too and like mm. things like not as much i mean that's not the focus of this yeah but um I don't know. Cool stuff happens. Hey, you know what the cool thing happened two days ago? What? We went to IGN. That's true. We did. Speaking of IGN earlier. That was really cool. That was really cool. Um, uh-huh. So, like, things like that and, like, uh, relevant gaming news. I feel like – I mean, we're not here to talk about gaming news. That's not what we're going to do. But, like, when things are, like, a really big deal and we have things – I think that that's fine. Yeah. That's I mean, I, yeah. I just, <laughs> I'm I, testing a lot. I, I think Andrew and I are, like, planning this as we talk Yeah. To I think the important thing is that this uh, – especially these first few episodes are going to be kind of a learning experience for us to yeah. kind of really nail down the format. And that's why I'm kind of calling this the pilot episode rather than episode one. I mean, it is episode one, but it is the pilot episode. Yeah. Um, 
The but, Phantom Menace. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Phantom um, Podcast. Because we're going to kind of figure this out as we go. We have a general idea, and we're going to see how it plays out, if it's good podcasting or not. Um, but yeah, I mean, every once in a while, if it's like, oh, this happens, like, okay, let's talk about it for, for just a little bit, but I don't want that to be the, the focus of the show. Yeah, um, for we, sure. We don't if wanna... you hate one of us as like a co-host, just write in, um, we'll break up and we'll find somebody else to kind of fill in. Mm-hmm. So like, if you hate Andrew, let me know. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll roll with the punches. Yeah. You hate me, let me know. Actually, let Andrew know. You can yeah. replace me. Get yeah. Kelly Ripa or something. What? I don't know. Okay, anyway. She's sad, but Michael left. I don't know. I, I, anyway, we used to work in television. That's how I know that shit. It's embarrassing. I wish I didn't. Uh, anyway. Okay. So let's go ahead and start the yeah. show proper. Um, so Jessica, can you tell us what we're talking about tonight? Mm, I could. Do you want to know? Yeah. We should probably tell them what we're talking about. Okay. So we're talking about Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I just want to say that, like, this is a huge one to undertake. Uh, it was the, okay. Episode. So the reason we did this is because it was game of the year last year. Yeah. We were like, "What? What do we start off with as our first episode? What is like? How do we? How do we pick this up and, and roll with it?" Yeah. Um, our focus wasn't going to be on new games. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not like always going to be like sometimes when there's a new game coming out, we said like, "Okay, we're going to do that game." Yeah. Um, but there's not really any that we feel like talking about right now. Yeah. Well, um, and like it's January, it's dry season. It's, right it now. is dry season right now. Um, there will be stuff later on in the year that yep. I'm 100% certain that oh, the week sure. it comes out, we'll put out a podcast talking about mm-hmm. it. Um, or like within a, a couple weeks of it coming yeah. out, whatever. Uh, but we chose, we were like, okay, so how should we start off? What, what could be like, you know, the bang that we start off with? We're like, mm-hmm. let's do the game of the year. Yeah. Uh, according to the game awards. Go big um, or go home. Yeah. So, uh, we chose breath of the wild. Um, and let's start before we get into like really what the topic is, let's start about like, let's do our like critical analysis. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I was going to say is we're going to talk about the game as a whole before Mm. we, um, get into the romantic aspect, Mm -hmm. uh, before we light the candles. Yeah. Lay down the the rose The flower petals. Yeah. Let's get all the room in here. Put on some, uh. Anyway. Um. Hey, you cut me off on, I was was trying to set a scene for them. I was trying to make it romantic. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, um. You and I both have some pretty strong feelings about Breath of the Wild that may not um, line up with how yeah, the critics gel feel. well with some of um, you cool cats out for there. For example, uh, neither one of neither 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 neither. neither. <laughs> I'll say neither. You say neither. Okay. Um, both of us. <laughs> yeah. Don't agree, uh, or both of us agree. There we go. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Um, we would not have picked Breath of the Wild as our game of the year. It's not my top five. It's not in my top five it either, actually. Even in my top um, ten. I don't know. I posted my top five on Twitter. I uh, didn't and then I posted I a general list of like media that I enjoyed last year, yep. and it was on the list of media I enjoyed. It was not on my top five games list. It would be on a list. Uh, it would be on a list of media I consumed last year, or media that came <laughs> oh, out last year. Oh shit! That's some, uh, some yeah. strong. So strong feelings. Like if you haven't picked it up already, I don't really care for Breath of the Wild. All that much. Um, and But that being said, I get why people do. Okay? Mm-hmm. I think that it does some really cool, innovative things. Um, also, full disclosure, I'm not a huge Zelda fan in general. Uh, which, and I am a huge Zelda fan. So which, I will say that. So it's kind of yeah. a little bit balanced right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm a very huge Zelda fan. Zelda fan. Uh, you're not as much. No. So that's where the playing field is. Yeah. So I think that Breath of the Wild does some really cool things. Mm-hmm. But overall, it is a big empty sandbox with a plot that it has interesting premise but doesn't tie itself well together to the gameplay uh mm-hmm. the world is way too big for what's in it mm-hmm. uh exploring's fun for about five minutes and then 
you're like, wow, cool, I can climb and use a paraglider. That's it. Like, that's the extent and, and of you... the traversing. And, oh, and a horse, but they've been fucking doing that for 20 years. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, the horses are a little bit different. They shake it up a little bit. It's wild horses. Oh, you, you have to get... you have to sit on one for an extended period of time before it's yours. Like, that's the extent of it shaking up. It's not shaking it's up. It's just like relationships. You have to sit on someone oh, for a long God. period of time before they're yours. Yeah, that's 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 the relationship topic this week. How yeah. people are like horses. Um, no. I oh just, my god! Can we change it? No, Is it too late? No. Um, <laughs> but no, I think that I think Breath of the Wild, like I said, does some really cool things. I mean, the physics yeah. engine is obviously incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, the shrines are fun. Once again, like the first fifteen or twenty of them, and then they get super repetitive. I will say that, and I think that this um, reinforces kind of what you're saying right now. I think that at the Video Game Awards, Zelda 100% deserved um, best game direction. Yep. 100% deserved. Yep. When it got Game of the Year, I like was watching and I was just like, "Fucking really?" Yeah, like no. that, that's how I felt. I was like, "Really?" Like, I think I think uh, it, it was like Arrested Development, like her. Yeah. <laughs> as <laughs> like, far as like the, exactly how as I far felt. as the VGAs go, I think I think every other game, with the exception of PUBG, deserved uh, it. Like could have could have won that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that I personally Mario Odyssey is my Game of the Year. I understand a lot of people don't agree, but whatever. I don't even remember what all of the um. Option, you know, uh, as Persona I guess, Five Horizon, uh, <sighs> Zelda, Mario, and PUBG. I'm sorry if you hear that motorcycle outside our house Whatever. right now. Um, but yeah, yeah so that's apologize. Um, I of, I would have probably given it to Persona Five just because yeah. out of all of those, that's the one well, I enjoyed. Playing well, you didn't most. play Mario yet. I, I haven't played Mario yet. That's very true. So mm. um, I don't know. I don't really. You should talk feel... into your mic more. Oh, sorry. You're talking at me. Um, I don't really feel totally comfortable yeah. picking what i would pick game of the i just know that it wouldn't be zelda for me yeah um, so that's kind of my analysis of it um yeah. my big thing is the narrative i i think that it had a really cool uh premise with the whole like the world's already destroyed gans already won go unfuck it um, <laughs> go unfuck the world it's not even yeah it's not unsave the, it's not save the world it's unfuck the world. exactly that's uh, different but they didn't really stick the landing on it i think the this yeah we'll talk about the snapshots in a little bit but yeah. yeah go ahead and if you want to share your thoughts on it Okay, um, so I guess I'll just start at the beginning, really. Um, I hated Breath of the Wild for the first two hours. Like, I was legitimately angry playing it. Um, it was like that same feeling that you get when you're, like, uh, watching some film adaptation. Oh, my God, adaptation. I can't talk. It's been a while since well, I've done podcasting. 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. Oh, my God. That's what they say in Aladdin. Anyway, um... So, okay, it was, like, watching, for me, um, like, a film adaptation of a book that you really love. And so I was just like, you know, this doesn't happen, and that character's completely changed. Are you really Snapchatting while I'm talking, No, Andrew? I'm tweeting. Go. Mm, uh, social media game, okay. Yeah. Um, it just, okay, so it didn't feel like um, the Zelda that I knew and loved. And uh, I don't know, it, it took me a few hours to kind of warm up to it. So I did warm up to it, though. Um, I realized that it carried out kind of a vision that the series originally had, but it lacked the technical capabilities. Can't talk. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, To execute. Because, like, you can kind of see um, in Link to the Past, uh, they had, like, this kind of direction mm. you know what i mean like, like the kind of, they don't really give you like a, a end goal or like a way no it's, it's kind of just like here's the world and at that point in time i think that was considered a pretty vast world mm-hmm. even um explore figure out what you're doing um it was pretty challenging yep um i love link to the past it's one of my favorite games um it's one of the first games you ever played right yeah it, i think that is actually probably the first game i ever beat um is a link to the That's past impressive I know. I'm a pretty cool gamer girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, 
So, okay, so I'm glad that they made Breath of the Wild, because to me, it almost seemed like they were fulfilling um, a vision that they had originally set for themselves, mm. and I am, like, I'm, I'm really glad they did it. Yep. Um, that being said, it's uh, definitely not my favorite Zelda game, um, and as a longtime fan of the series, it would be my hope that uh, they would backtrack a little in the oh, yeah. next installment. No, I completely agree. Um, and, and obviously, being, okay, so, like, no, that's this, not being a fan of the series. Like, I, like, I don't like their roots. And I want them to go back to their roots. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want them to completely go back no, to their yeah, roots. Yeah. I think that they did some things completely right. Um, I just, okay, so as a whole, I don't really care for op- open world games. Uh, full disclosure there. I think that most of the time that you, you have to sacrifice depth for breadth in order to, um, create those games. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, so with Breath of the Wild, I don't think it's as true. I still, I think that some of its charm comes from the open world environment. It's not necessarily taking as hard a hit as I think a lot of open world games do for me. Um, But at its worst, it's just not engaging. um, And I don't think that it's as appealing as a more linear game to me. Um, And it's far too empty for a game that's not, like, artistically banking on Hyrule being completely desolate. Mm. Um, Sorry if I'm, like, tripping all over. It's been a long time since I've, like had to talk like this so yeah i'm not gonna keep drawing attention to it but i just want to apologize um this is our first time recording anything for quite a few months mm-hmm. um so i wouldn't mind if they kept the open world uh part of it in the future but i think that it could be scaled back a bit i do agree with you um i think that if the map were probably like two-thirds size yep. with about half as many shrines i would honestly be more content with it yep. um i know that some people think that the number of shrines and the map size makes the game a better value um, but to me, I don't know. I don't look to map size, um, or like quantity of, uh, collectibles or shrines or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, to debate if I've got my money's worth from a game. Um, and I think that for the sake of, uh, keeping the game slightly more linear, I think that the optional memories shouldn't have been optional. I completely agree. And um, that's kind of yeah. the, the snapshots I was talking about earlier. Um, do you want to talk about that now or do you want to do that a little bit later? Up to you. Either way. So the snapshots, okay, well, let's just do it now, real okay, quick. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't take too long. Uh, the snapshots for me, like I said, I like the premise of the story. I like Ganon being, you know, have, having already won and going back. But goddamn, like, the cutscenes they make you watch at the very beginning, it's like, okay, cool, like, that sets up, like, what happened. But there's zero incentive outside of going. Like, they don't give you enough of a hook. No, I go find agree. The I mean, like, I care enough about the story, I guess, to where, like, it's important to me to have them all. I don't know. But I don't feel, I, yeah, I just don't feel like it's, I, they treat it honestly. And, like, I even, when I was kind of making notes about this, I said, um, to me, the memories in that game, which are, which serve as the, the story. Yeah. Um, they're treated the same way as video diaries or whatever in uh, Bioshock. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, like, the same way as, like, even the fucking bird feathers in, like, Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. Like, it's seen as more of, like, a collectible, like, oh, you can go and do this. Like, no, this is the fucking story. Like, yeah. yeah like, no, it, exactly. I, I want to consume that. It's, it means a lot to me to they, do that. They, like, well, the, and, uh, the Bioshock comparison is great because the Bioshock audio logs give They're you... They're audio logs, that's what I was They give you yeah. backstory into the overarching bigger story. Mm-hmm. Zelda did the same thing, but forgot that it was supposed to be supporting the overarching bigger story. Yeah. It was just the story. I think that's where they stumbled and fell, honestly. Yeah. So, that's yeah. me, though. No, I mean, like, I think that that's one of the biggest problems in Zelda, is I feel like you're not given enough of, like, a reward. I, the, the, the people who love Zelda, I hear them uh, talk all the time about, like, 
oh, it just felt like when, when I did this, I was so excited. I felt like this sense of wonder. Like I, and I think that with Zelda, with Breath of the Wild, you have to have that sort of intrinsic motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I do not have at all. <laughs> like, and I do to a certain extent. That's why I don't feel as, as strongly against Zelda, I think, as you. Um, but to, like, and I, and I get, like, having that intrinsic motiv- motivation and, um, having that wonder and, and like the game being memorable because of the memories you make with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. at the same time, <laughs> it doesn't cut it for me. Um, and I've heard this a few times is if Zelda, if brother wild wasn't a Zelda game, it would have those cool water, sh- water cooler moments where people would be like, this is what I did. And this is what I discovered. And then nobody would give a shit about it. Yeah, no, I totally agree but with that. But because it's a Zelda game and it's a Nintendo game and it came out on the switch, which is this like, you know, still in the zeitgeist, which is understandable, which is yeah. great. It's getting way more credit than I think it deserves. Yeah, it's it's like to me, and I feel like this is honestly, and this is part of the reason why I don't like open world games as much as a lot of people do, um, is, is this sense of being rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, just like in books, I think like the journey that I take with each new chapter, you know what I mean? Like like every chapter in a book is enjoyable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something yeah. happens, you feel fulfilled, and you're like, okay, that chapter was great. I'm looking forward to the next one. I want to begin it. This is going to be great. Um, open world games to me are like reading a dictionary. You know what I mean? Like, um, sure, there are more words in a dictionary mm-hmm. <laughs> than are than in a book. Um, and if you want to look for a certain word, you can go right to that page and you have the word. Mm-hmm. But is the journey getting there as satisfying? No, reading the no. dictionary is boring as fuck. Exactly. Um, I don't know. So that, this, there's, there's no sense of real journey to me there. Yep. Um, and there's no sense of real accomplishment. I don't feel, and, and that's why I'm such a sucker for linear, um, very story-driven games, mm. is because I like, I want to go on that journey. Take me on that journey. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it's it was treated as kind of optional is a bummer to me. Mm. Um, I think the biggest disappointment, though, is probably um, in the gameplay, honestly. Or not, I don't know. Would it be gameplay? I don't know if it's technically considered gameplay. Okay, so in this game, instead of having temples, which is what we've always had in uh, previous Zelda games, yeah. really, we have divine beasts. Um, you don't really get any new tools, and the bosses are all incredibly repetitive. Yeah. Like, they're literally the blights. Ooh. They're, like, all yeah, pretty much the same fight, fucking blight thing. Fight Ganon. Okay. Do Water blight, fire blight. Yeah. It's... Do it four times, then go fight actual Ganon. It's like, okay, I fought Ganon five times. Those were my okay, boss yeah, fights. And the first time that I did it, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. This is kind of tough. Yeah. Um, the second time, I was like, this looks really similar to the first thing that I fought. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of, okay, this, this is fine. Got to the third one. I'm like, really? Is this, like, what it's going to fucking be? It's yeah. like, in the Divine Beast, you can just blow through them. Yeah, I mean, like the, it's not hard. I think the principle of the divine there's barely is anything cool, to even fight. But yeah. like, they're not hard. No, they're not. Um, so I think the hard, the hardest one I think was the elephant for me. I don't even remember which one was. Hard. It's been so long since I played. It's been almost um, a year. Yeah, I don't remember which one was the hardest one for me. I remember um, the hardest one for me to get into was the elephant the water one because uh, you have to go up to the top of that mountain and uh, there's that centaur type thing. The Lionel. The Lionel. Yes, that's what it was. And he's a pain in the ass. And I originally, I like, I didn't realize I could sneak around him and kind of do what I yeah. needed to do. I was like, oh, I got to fight this thing. It's fucking I remember, terrible. I remember you fighting that thing. Oh, yeah. It was a nightmare. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, it's, it. you can just blow through them. And it's like the final boss, once you blow through these four big places that lead you to the end game, mm. um, none of the bosses are that good. I mean, when you mm. compare them to like uh, Goat in Majora's Mask or Stalord in uh, Twilight, 
um, or even like Twin Rova, Ocarina of Time, uh, none of the bosses are that interesting. Mm-mm. They're not. You don't get any cool tools to fight them. You mm. don't like. It's it's just bombs and magnets. With the exception of the Master Sword, it's like you don't really. Like I said, there's no reward. Mm-hmm. There's no reward. Um, the Master Sword getting that was really fucking cool. Like that was rewarding yeah. as hell. Getting I think through, that's my like, favorite part of the game. Yeah, I think. But that's once actually, again, completely optional. Yeah exactly um what the fuck no the master sword is probably my favorite part of the game as well um and it's really cool having having to have the amount of heart containers to like properly pull the sword yeah that was really cool king arthur shit yeah exactly no that i mean that was really fucking cool i really love how they did that um but yeah i mean the only boss that's like on any sort of grand scale is um when you fight ganon the couple times at the end and and like if you do the four divine beasts ganon's a fucking cakewalk yeah if you have the four divine beasts in the master sword which is what you should do that's like the the linear like narrative of the game what is there like he's a fucking cakewalk Mm -hmm. you just fucking slash him a few times he's dead you beat the game it's like okay yeah no, and it's and it's like it's just it's just all around disappointing to me. Um, you know, I, I love my good armor. I saw my starter armor. <laughs> oh my like, god! And, so, and I fought Ganon. And I won. Didn't yeah. use the fairy. He's fucking easy. Yeah. No. It, yeah. It's it's kind of ridiculous. And uh, you know, something that with the temples were always so well designed and like interesting, and they had concepts behind them. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. mean, they still kind of do have like this general like water fire, and there's some puzzle elements to them, mm-hmm. um, but they're not nearly the same. You know, you're not in a temple for like a couple hours figuring shit out. Yeah. You know, you don't have the the mini boss. You don't have like the what, new, what find the, the new best... item and like how am I supposed to use this in a new creative way to get through yeah. the dungeon? No, one of the best feelings in the old games is like when you finally find the boss room key and like when you walk up to the door and you're like okay i can finally open this door and i have no idea what's gonna be on the other side and in this game it's just a fucking blight you already know what it is yeah. after you know like after the first two times like once you realize like, yeah. the first two were blights the last two are probably blights so that's a fucking bummer and and like it got rid of so many of the puzzle elements and i know a lot of people are like well the puzzle elements are in the shrine well, the, shrine, the, shrines are- the shrines like and this <laughs> this is like a little note that i even wrote to the shrines to me were um like a sudoku puzzle when i wanted a game of chess you know what i mean like it's like okay yeah there's a little like i can solve it it's fine and there's lots of different creative ways to solve it it's it they're cool they are cool but um less shrines more built in like cool temple puzzles like that's what i wanted and that's what i would hope they would go back to um we gotta we gotta start moving on to the we're almost a half hour and we gotta start moving on that's okay we're fine okay um I think that the durability of weapons and, like, that you couldn't craft was kind of ridiculous. Um, yep. I liked cooking. Cooking was cool because it adds, like, the survival element of, uh... oh, yeah. And, like, Link plays some pretty fu- funky jams. Dude, his his gross shit he makes, like, when he's just like... <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, I, I love that. Um, but, yeah, no, I was I was bummed about the weapons, the durability of those. Um, there's a difference between being punishing and being annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it was annoying, not yeah. punishing. It didn't feel like, oh, yeah, I have to... Like, you know, find these weapons and they break and it's all about survivability and blah, blah. It, it just felt like, okay, this is... Honestly, like... It made you, like, not want to fight. As, yeah, no, <laughs> and as fucking tedious as it would have been, like, I would have rather the weapons lasted longer and, like, let's say you've got a steel sword, you have to go fucking find some steel to, like, to repair it. Yeah, no, I would have been I would have loved that. Something else that would have been cool is if you could have, can, like, combined weapons to, like, make different things. Yeah, like, do Darth said, like, Maul. Ha- yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I was thinking almost more like Dead Rising. Like Dead Rising, oh, okay, how you yeah, combine yeah, different okay. things to yeah. make like different weapons. Yeah, like I would love to put a, a bucket with a bunch of drills on the line. <laughs> exactly, head. exactly like that. Um, I don't know. So uh, that's kind of my thoughts on on that. Th- those to me were the biggest disappointments. Yeah. Um, and I know I we said th- we wouldn't do reviews, but like this is kind of like like this is a, a more, like, like I said we're not giving it a score or anything like this. No, but we're just talking about the game overall. I yeah. mean, it's just this. Like I said, is there like analysis of no, it? No, I just wanted to. It's 
like combined ours. It sounds a little reviewy from both of us, but yeah. I just want to say we're just talking about setting our stage, how we felt about the game. You know? Yeah. Um, I like the art in it. Um, yeah. it's not my favorite Zelda art, but I do like it. Um, it's but to me, either. one of the weirdest things about the game is so the art and the title and even the music, the very minimalistic, um, you know, light piano and stuff, music, yeah. um, implies simplicity, implies back to nature. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a very Huh? Is it Harvest Moon? What up? Oh, I love Back to Nature. There you go. Um, and then you have like the Sheikah Slate and the funky shrines and glowing shit and like the Guardians almost look kind of alien. Um, the giant towers. It, it's like very futuristic. Well, and like and to, kind of, to kind of tie into that. Yeah. If you don't get the snapshot about where like the Guardians coming from and like Zelda and King, uh, the King, kind of talking about the Guardians. And, yeah. Like like that seems super fucking out of place. No, and that's what I was and even like, with the, I was the context with... though. I feel I still feel like it's kind of out of place for me. Um, Breath of the Wild should have been survivalism, more natural, um, mm-hmm. more. I, I don't know, and like even the idea of like Ganon being kind of a beast because you never actually fight Ganon he, in pig, a human form. Yeah, he was pig, he was he was pig Ganon. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But, but like the the idea of him being a beast, like that's very nature esque. Yeah. Um, and then so you have all of these these things that kind of lend themselves to being a very like nature driven game, finding the master sword in the woods mm. and stuff. It, but then you have this, this futurism kind of in there, yeah. like futuristic looking things. Yeah, exactly. And I wasn't a huge fan of it. I wish that they would have like just committed to, mm-hmm. to being completely natural feeling yeah. um, more beasts, more woods, more uh, survivalism, like more crafting. Like mm. if you wanted to go that route, go that route. But the Sheikah Slay and like the like, I don't. It, Dude, you hated the Sheikah Slay. It was stupid. Started. Okay. No, and another thing, like, you don't bad. get you don't get tools in this game. You know, yeah. you don't get like a hook shot. You don't get like the fucking spinny top that I loved in Twilight. You don't get anything. Um Bomb shoes, man. You get, it's all about the bomb shoes. You get the powers though that you utilize your Sheikah with your Sheikah slate. You can do them. You talking about like, like the, the magnet, freeze. the bomb, and stuff. Yeah, the yeah. magnet and stuff like that. Um, and it's like they're almost like you use them somewhat, but I feel like they weren't accessible enough to where like you were constantly using them. Ba- like I they, they disrupted them. the flow, the flow for me. Yeah, you only use them um, in shrines. Yeah, no, and like I mean, like you had to use them outside somewhat. Like I use them for solving some things in the real world, real world, in, in like Hyrule yeah. Major, um, or proper. I don't know what do you want to say. Um, I use them sometimes, but they disrupted the flow of combat for me. Which, and other than that, I think that the combat was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's, it flowed it's pretty well. Zelda bullshit that they've been doing since but they have like flurries, and you know what I mean. Like there's there was yeah. more to it than that. It was yeah. different than it had ever been, and I really did enjoy it. Um, but to me, the only things that you really get to like help in that, uh, they just weren't really accessible. So it's mm. I didn't really use them. Yeah, no, I think I think that's fair. <clears throat> um, Time for some water. Been yeah, talking you, a lot. Yeah, you, you yeah you, you ran with that. You have to get some strong. I know I should be a nice. woman and learn my place and stay silent. Shush. <laughs> anyway um, um so yeah. <laughs> sorry i need to get a drink of water as well um so moving on to kind of the the, the topic yes uh, the topic at hand so and then just to wrap up a little because that was kind of a poor wrap up um so those are our feelings on uh zelda as a whole um like i said we're not reviewing i'm not gonna give it a score or anything don't just say so you um <laughs> don't at me uh just so you kind of know our feelings i um think it's a good game i think it's a good direction for zelda to go i wish they would have committed more to that direction um as i was just saying um and but but like and made it to where like it was just a total different branch out Mm -hmm. um but i do hope they backtrack for the next series um i hope to see it more linear i hope to see the return of temples and the the major bosses and stuff and more tools um 
But I don't know. I think that it's good to break the mold and to see. Yes. To, to try things out. That's fair. Experimentation. That's probably something we'll talk about later. Yeah. I'm sure not, not in this uh, podcast, yeah, but you know. Um, so anyway. Sexually. So what, what we were going to talk about today yeah. as we, in regards to Breath of the Wild is... Um, so, <laughs> Zelda and Link in Breath of the Wild. Hi, Bruce. You brought me your bone. Thank you. Um, have a very strange relationship compared to the rest of the Zelda games uh, yeah. in Breath of the Wild. Uh, Zelda is more proactive in her role of protecting Hyrule than I feel like she normally, yeah, and, normally um, is. I think, honestly, the Zelda in this game is my favorite Zelda I would in agree. Uh, Breath of the Wild. She has a lot of personality. A lot of people said that her voice acting is annoying. I, I like actually it. really like it. I like it. Um, she has a lot of personality to me. Um, she has... She's emotional, but, like, in, in a good way. You know what I mean? In, like, in a logical way. Yeah. Well, it, it's, like, I just feel like um, it's so easy to dismiss her as, like, an emotional woman. But, but like, I, lo- I, I love that. Oh, and it's, she's very powerful. She's very, you know, you can tell she's passionate. Um, yeah. And yeah, as, as somebody who is also an emotional woman, because I am, um, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not... You know, I'm I'm proud of it. You know, I I like the fact that I like emotional people. You know, I like people who are invested in things. Um, You know, I wouldn't be uh, talking about video games for an hour if I wasn't a passionate type person. You know what I mean? Um, So, I don't know. I I really, I really do like her in this game. I do too. A lot. So, but they're, they're, like I said, their relationship's a little bit different. Yes. Um, they're not very buddy buddy. Um, well, and- it's like I never feel like they actually really are buddy buddy in any game. It's more of a, um, with the exception of like Wind Waker, I feel like it's kind of a different relationship altogether. Uh, no, I think Wind Waker is actually the most similar to this. Well, no, Tetra- no, I'm saying, but what Tetra- I'm saying, what I'm saying, Link. but that's, but that's not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I'm saying that like in every other game, with the exception of Wind Waker and Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. Um, gotcha. Zelda plays almost more of... Um, Damsel in Distress? No, I wasn't even going to say that. I just feel like... Um, time? You won't even let me finish a sentence. <laughs> Maybe if you let me finish my goddamn thought, you'll know what I think. Go for it. Okay, so, no. I was going to say, Zelda plays almost a very... Um, like, they're on different levels of the cast system. You know what I mean? It's not just that she's a damsel in distress. It's like she is... Um, She's regal. She, you know, like Link is uh, this this boy who becomes a hero. You know what I yeah. mean? But he's it's, he's very um I don't want to say below her, but it's like she's more he's from res- humble beginnings. Yes, and yeah. and she's very respected. She's powerful, and it's more of like do this for me. I am your queen, or I am your princess. Is really you know yeah. like I am your princess, and and like thank you, Link. You're my hero. You know, it's it's very um a very. Now, some might call that a damsel in distress kind of situation. No, because damsel is it's totally different. I, totally, I, no damsel in distress. I think like help me, I'm being kidnapped. It's it's not. That's literally Ocarina of Time. I don't. And I guess this game. so. I guess like into a certain. But the thing is, is like to me, it's more than damsel in distress because it's like she is. I don't know. I'm. I, I, I. Do you understand what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Okay, I'm saying that she's yeah. royalty. He looks up to her. She, he's. She's above him. She's asking um, him as like the as the princess asking the hero to do the yes, to do the it's, job. It's a different sort of dynamic, really. But um, but I think I think Zelda because of it kind becomes a damsel in distress. Well, and she becomes as, a flatter character. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying like she starts out that way, but due to the situation and the position that she puts Link in, she always ends up being the tool to motivate Link to do the job. Yeah. And that's the shitty part. And I think that this 
game kind of falls in that category, but Zelda starting out is a lot more powerful character, especially if you get all those cutscenes. Yes, and like you do have to get all the cut because if you don't get all the cutscenes, it's just oh Zelda needs help. She's been you know Zelda's... battling them off for a hundred years. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. Get your ass in there, Link. Save the day. Yeah, like we're or the fu- unfuck the world. That's yeah, what we yeah, uh, unfuck the world. <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to kind of talk about speaking of all of that, mm-hmm. um, kind of how far have you gone in a relationship? Well, I want to talk more about okay. the actual relationship in the game. Go for it. like, that's something that we said we were going to do. Okay. Um, so in this game, not only do you see the dynamic between uh, Link and Zelda different than what it normally is, mm-hmm. um, it's be- between him and I feel like Link generally, with the exception of, I, I don't know, he's not always seen in a positive light. Sometimes he's kind of seen as... Um, not really knowing what he's doing. Like, uh, I remember... A lot of Majora's Mask. Yeah. Um, um, even in Ocarina of Time. I don't know. So, I guess he's not always uh, revered. Not, but... Yeah. I mean, it's usually about a turning point about halfway through the game where he starts getting a little bit more reputable. Um, one, swing, one that springs to mind is in Ocarina of Time. You know, the Zora princess loves him. Yeah. And doesn't see Rudo. him as a... Yeah. And that's what, like... that's Water's the third in Ocarina, right? Mm. Yeah, because it's, yes. it's Deku Tree and then the mountain and Death Mountain. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, around about halfway point, a little less than halfway point. Yeah. He, you know, people start to accept him for what he is and recognize that he's the hero. So. Yeah. I feel like in this game, though, it's like, oh, so so in the other games, you take on the title of hero. And as you grow to the to being hero mm-hmm. um, or like to, I guess, to earn the title of being hero, you yeah. get the respect. Um, and then. It seems like in Breath of the Wild, it's like you're given the title of hero. He's the he's the champion, mm-hmm. um, and he's not respected. Nope. Like once once he has the title, um, all of the other champions uh, are mean. Yeah, pretty pretty mean. I mean Even Zelda sure. herself, Zelda is um, very begrudging toward him. Yeah, because Zelda has um, spent so much energy trying to protect her people, trying to learn her stealing power, um, and and trying to kind of harness that that energy and become a capable woman yep. and um well there's there's one point where she said you know i don't need to protect her when she's going to go yeah. pray and link's like i'm just doing my job like he doesn't yeah. say that because he doesn't talk but like that's this general you know, position and what's funny is in you know i'm not i'm not gonna sugarcoat it because like i do identify as being a feminist i know that um it's frustrating being a feminist and talking about games sometimes um because for the most part actually people are really nice like guys are really nice um mm. and then I, I think that a lot of women appreciate like that kind of voice like i know i do mm-hmm. um and a lot of the women that i listen to mm-hmm. um but i'm just i'm just throwing that out there um if it's not for you it's not for you um but it it, it is how i identify and i do like looking at games with that sort of light and i think that breath of the wild almost and, and part of the reason i like zelda and so much is because it almost has like this feminist tone to yeah. where it's like Link comes and everything's given to him. He mm-hmm. gets the title. He's this. She's the chosen one. He has the sword that seals away the darkness. Mm-hmm. And Zelda has to work for it. Mm-hmm. And she's frustrated because um, here's this guy who has less experience than her. The yeah. champions feel the same way. He has less experience than them, but he's the chosen one. Well, and like for Zelda too, like just like the work she's putting in isn't working. Yeah, no, it's not working. It's, it's not like, happening. And like I said, there's almost kind of a feminist message in yeah. there. I think a little bit. Yeah. Um, which is interesting, yep. you know. Um, so yeah, I want to throw that in there. Yeah. So and so Link in this is is one, yeah, like you said, begrudged. Yeah, um, he yeah he he's looks kinda, down he's upon. Kinda, yeah, he's kind of shit on, and then everything goes to shit, and then he's put in the shrine of resurrection mm-hmm. after the champions die. Zelda puts him in there, and he comes back, and they're like, "Well, you are literally our only shot. Uh, thanks for being the hero." And like everyone, and people kind of the champions start to warm up to him. Zelda warms up to him before the hundred year time jump. 
a little bit, but I mean, for the most part, he's pretty shit on. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's that's an interesting uh, dynamic between him and Zelda. Uh, Zelda and, and, the, and the champions. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it makes for an interesting because, like, and I think that it almost um, the initial resentment toward him, mm-hmm. um, and then him kind of growing and proving himself, um, and actually having to work for the admiration that sometimes I feel like just thrust upon him. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it to where I think that you have a stronger connection with the characters. Mm-hmm. And that's where it comes in, uh, like, it being such a fucking bummer that the game's not as linear as it could be. Yep. Because, like, you need to see those cutscenes. You yep. need to really see this relationship. Because it makes the game more worthwhile. Yes. Uh, the relationships are good. It's just, like, why... I don't know. I, like, see, like I said, we, it needs to be more linear. When we, when, we, when we were getting ready for this, we sat down and watched the YouTube video of all the cutscenes. There was, like, an hour and 45 yeah. minutes just to kind of refresh. I didn't get all the cutscenes of my playthrough. I know you didn't either. Um... Just because they weren't fun to get. We both talked about that already, so I'm not yeah. going to beat a dead horse. Um, but there's some cutscenes in there I really wish would have been re- like required. Because, yeah. fuck, if I knew about any of that stuff happening. But, like, I think I, I actually might have gotten like all the cutscenes. Because, honestly, I watched all those, and I think I've seen them all. Okay. So, either that or I've watched the video, like, a video before. But yeah. I think I got all the cutscenes in my playthrough. So, um, yeah. So, my, yeah. Big, my big thing with this is, and I even before we started this podcast idea and when I was... When I was playing Breath of the Wild for the first time last March, I was like, man, Link puts up with a ton of shit in this game. He does. He does. Holy shit. And Zelda is like, she, I mean, once again, before she goes uh, to go steal away Ganon for, and like fight him for 100 years, she she warms up to Link a, t- a touch, like a little What's, bit. Oh, you know, something that's also interesting, though, in this game, too, is um, it's implied that, I mean, like there, there's obviously, I'm, there's always going to be like kind of that romantic interest. Yeah, in, like, I mean, yeah, definitely. But um, the Zora girl, whose name I can't think of right now, um, the Mipha? princess. Yeah, Mipha. It's Mipha. Mipha. Um, or Mipha, whatever you want to say. Um, yeah. But she actually, like, her and Link have kind of an implied romance. Oh, yeah. No, they're super um, implied. Yeah. yeah like you it's, know, it's, it's that she loves him. Like, yeah. you, you can tell right there. Um, and so that's that's kind of an interesting yeah. new thing. I mean, um, Link's, Link's had multiple girlfriends in the series before. Yeah, because I guess, but, like, uh, Malon in uh, Ocarina and stuff like that. Like, that was kind well, of, like, like even the, Like I said earlier, even the Zora Princess in Ocarina. She she, she, she liked him. He wasn't yeah, in there. I, I, it, was, yeah. it was there. Yeah. It was there. No, I get that. So, um, but yeah, like, the, the I... Playing through this originally, I was like, wow, yeah, Link's putting up with a ton of shit. And, you know, Zelda's asking a lot of him. And because I didn't see all the cutscenes, I felt some of it was unjustified because I saw the ones where she was being mean to him. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. was like, well, now you need my help. You're stuck for 100 years. And once again, I was like, oh, damn, Zelda's stress. This is boring. This is mm-hmm. the same Zelda shit as usual, which it is. Um, so we kind of wanted to talk about how far you've gone in a relationship. Yes, and, and this like, is how we tie in the relationship. Yeah, and just like the extent, like the crazy things that we've done for relationships. Um, and we got some guy, some some listeners on um, Ask FM to also share their story. So we have that as well that we're going to talk about. I think if you're one of the people who use Ask FM, um, or if you're somebody who's interested in writing in later, I think we're actually going to switch over to just using email. Yeah. Um, we'll talk I, about that a little bit later, though. Yeah. yeah. I originally thought Ask FM was going to be better, but yeah. I think we're going to switch. So. Yeah. So we, we kind of um, put out the topic for everyone to talk yes. about um, and send us in Ask FMs. And um, we got some, some good stories. Yeah. Um, so, and so, Jessica, do you want to start with you and I? Like, our... Our story. Oh, see, I wasn't planning on sharing like that. Oh, you, okay. Uh, like, I, I don't. I, I personally haven't even thought of one for okay. myself, to be completely okay. frank. Fair enough. Um, I wanted to talk about more um, overall, just our like feelings on it, and okay. necessar- not yeah. necessarily stories, and then yeah. kind of go into anecdotes. Okay. Um, so 
so how far should you go in a relationship? Um, I think the biggest thing for me, and like, and looking at the relationship with Link and Zelda, and like I said, this isn't ex- explicitly in the game, but it's kind of an exaggerated example of, um, you know, and, and like, I don't really think this is like, this is what Zelda's about, or like, this is a bad thing of Zelda, yeah. and Zelda is just a toxic relationship. But at its core, if you were to exaggerate this and look at this like in a real life situation, yeah. um, it is kind of a toxic relationship. It you know is. what I mean? It's giving up your entire life for the sake of someone else. Yeah. And um, so that's what we're going to talk about, like how far you should go in relationships, um, toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I mean, and, and I, I just want to preface it with that. No, that's um, good. I think in full disclosure too, I mean, toxic relationships are a big topic. Um, once again, we're not professionals. And this no, is, this and, is just our opinions. And yeah, this mm-hmm. is going to be very, very, a very brief scratching of the surface on the whole conversation. There's a lot of depth you can go into here. Um, but we're just going to keep it light. Have fun with it. Mm-hmm. You know? So just full disclosure up front. Um, so if you are worried about toxic relationship, obviously reach out to um, someone. And talk. <laughs> well, I'm not, no, not, not going to say reach out to us. Like, cause, no, like, that's but not if you want position. to, if you actually are in a toxic relationship, though, um, email us and we can look up resources for you. Yeah, and we, no, and we can help you out if you ever need somebody to talk to. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just trying to make it clear that like we we're are not, not experts. The be all, we're not all. counselors. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so that's. I just want to stress that like yeah. I we like to an extent we are willing to help. We will help you as much as we can, and we will help direct you to other resources. Yes, definitely. Um, because toxic relationships. I mean, I think that every person alive has been in one. Um. Yeah. Um and and they come in all different shapes and sizes. They really do. They don't um, even have to be romantic. They don't have to be romantic. You can have toxic friendships. You can yeah. have um a toxic relationship with your parents or your siblings or other family mm-hmm. members. Um you can have a toxic relationship with coworkers or your boss. Um yep. it's just a matter of being treated in a way that's degrading or um just doesn't make you feel good about yourself. Um, or being taken advantage of. Or being taken advantage like of. Yeah, exactly. Um, which, once again, leads to the feeling kind of degraded. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so whenever uh, you're in a relationship and you feel like people are asking too much of you, I mean, that's kind of a form of a that, – that's mm. definitely a toxic relationship. Yeah. And um, to me, I think the biggest sign is when it's like when you start making sacrifices that make you deeply unhappy. And not like things like, oh, I did the dishes and I could have been playing video games and now I'm bummed. Um, but like She's the... calling me out right now. <laughs> Maybe. Like directly. Maybe a little bit. Is that why I was like looking at you as yeah. I said it? No, you've been looking at me this whole podcast. I keep telling you to look at your microphone. I'm sorry. I have to get used to it. Put a picture um, of a meme on your microphone. But no, I mean like there's sacrifices that we make and, and we realize it's for the... It, it... Now you're looking at the Christmas tree. <sighs> I'm trying to get a thought out. Um, and you realize it actually is for the good of, of it, it betters you as well. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, and then there are things that you can be expected to change that don't. Yep. Um, I don't know. Do you have any stories, Andrew? What's, what's the first, what's something unhealthy that you've done as far as uh, for a relationship? Yeah. Um, so I was in a relationship, excuse me. Um, and I had come out of my first long-term relationship single for mm, almost a year um and then um started dating someone and uh, a month or so into our relationship she tried doing the whole i love you thing um and like i was in high school and uh you know in my early early high school i you know done the whole i love you thing too but then i realized like i don't fucking know what that means now like that's not for me to say um, so anyway, I'm, this is around when I'm a junior in high school, um, this relationship I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, so she pulls the whole I love you thing, and my response every time she said it was, no, you, uh, no, you don't. And I just kind of blow it off and brush it off and just kind of, you know, skirt around it. 
because I didn't know if she actually like meant it, meant it, or if she was just like, oh, I love you, like kind of like a you know yeah, jokey like, thing. Yeah, you're cool. Like uh, I love you. Like yeah, you're funny. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it turns out she knows she was serious, um, <laughs> and she did not appreciate me skirting around it and saying no you don't so she pulled me aside one day and called me out and essentially gave me an ultimatum saying uh you need to tell me you love me or this is done and it's like well, like i kind of still like you but i don't love you so and i did the i love you thing i did it as little as possible mm-hmm. because i didn't honestly believe it but it was one of those things like and I, it sucks because that puts you in a very uncomfortable situation. It does. It, it, and it's not that it's, she was wrong no. in, um, in asking for that, I think. But it's no. one of those things to where um, giving you that ultimatum, I think, that, like, that I think was kind of a little unfair. Like, I, and if she, if it meant that strongly, then, she, then you guys should have broken up. You yeah. know what I mean? No, like, I, that, I, that I agree. And I think a lot of it was I was her first boyfriend. Um, and I'm sure that she was very close with her girlfriends and that they gave her the whole like you know oh give him an ultimatum yeah yeah like which is the thing that sometimes like you know friends especially especially in high school you're young you don't know how to fucking deal with stuff like that oh you should be saying he loves you've been dating for this long like that's not how this fucking works yeah um in the real world but i mean you're high school you don't know that shit Mm -hmm. um so i that was that's always one that really stands out to me and because it felt so shitty like i remember where we had this conversation was in a fucking ihop parking lot um it's always in a parking lot yeah i mean it's always in a fucking parking lot like stuff like that you don't want to have that conversation like at one of your guys' houses yeah you know and like where the fuck do you go go to a parking lot um so like yeah like shit like that is just so (sighs) shitty and makes you feel small and like yeah yeah you should never be coerced into saying something you don't mean or doing something you don't mean same thing with sex i mean sex and saying i love you um you know, very, very different things, obviously. Yeah, oh, one's very God, physical, yeah. one's very emotional. But um, each bo- be either both of them, them could be emotional, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, that's true, people, that's true. Um, but each one of them involves um, letting a person have a certain amount of you. Yeah. Um, or maybe not letting them have, because that implies that, like, when you when, yeah, you, yeah, when you have you sex with somebody, they take soul. part of you. No, but, like, it's, it's, it's revealing. It's bearing yourself to somebody. Yeah. Um, and when you feel pressured into making a choice to do that it's being pressured to feel vulnerable yeah and that's like that's not a that's not a position anybody wants to be and you shouldn't and that's one of the things when we're talking about how far you should go in a relationship or like what's the you know um you should never be pressured to that point in my opinion and once again these are just opinions this isn't like expert advice um but if you're in a relationship and you ever feel that way um i think it's a sign that it's toxic yeah um and and honestly like it might not necessarily be toxic it just they might not know yeah maybe yeah they might not know and it's it's a it's a point where there needs to be communication there. Yeah. And um, or else it could be toxic. Because, I mean, withholding um, communication, too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it can make for a very unpleasant relationship. Yep. I mean, it, you have <clears> to show the, not only, like, personal maturity, but maturity in the relationship by being willing to talk. Yeah. Um, and have that conversation. If something is, if you feel coerced or if you feel like this is an ultimatum that is not justified, mm-hmm. um, you need to be able to talk about that. And if you can't, then you need to bounce. Mm-hmm. So... No, and I feel like um, communication is a lot of this, really. Um, I'm done, yeah. like with, well, well, I'm not even just relationships. I mean, it is in relationships, but I'm mm. saying a lot with um, the how far do you go thing. Mm. Because um, communication decides whether how far you go is, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think. It's, com- to, it's, it's comfortable for both parties. It's Exactly. It's, a, it's about being comfortable for both parties. Because it's like some people, like, I don't mind do, doing certain things, but it there has to be a level of communication there. There has to be um, a dialogue there. Yeah. Um, 
I think that one of the, I guess if you want to talk about how far I've gone in relationships, um, and this is kind of interesting because I feel like a lot of times um, men think that they're usually ones uh, pining for a woman, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and the, the woman dates other people and they kind of watch them do that and kind of sit back and feel bummed. Um, I think that the, like kind of being friend zoned, I, I hate that term, but like, yeah, like no, I, th- I, I feel I, like I, it's generally implied that men are the ones who are friend zoned and women are the ones who keep dating and live like, but um, I kind of like, I guess my, like, how far have you gone in relationships is kind of basically me being like that. Um, you yeah. know, I hate the term friends. So it's, I would never say that's what it was. Um, it was more, I was too, um, scared to ever reveal my feelings. I was, uh, incredibly shy. Oh, there's Bruce barking. Bruce isn't shy. He um, I was incredibly shy all throughout middle school and high school. Uh, there was one guy who I liked from God, probably the time I was like 11 to 14, like right before I started really liking Andrew. Um, and I exclusively liked this person and uh, I watched them date other people, um, you know, and I, and I never said anything. And um, in a way that's almost, it, and it hurts. It hurts to keep that inside of you and to not uh, open up and say something. And, um, you know, it's it's almost a way of how far would you go for a crush? Um, and my my how far would I go is I let myself be tortured for three years emotionally yeah. and not say anything, in um, hopes that someday it would work out in my favor. And it, it's it's like I said, this is kind of it's not exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, because I, I think I think it's important to distinguish here that like that was that he didn't. I don't think he no knew, no, no, no he no, didn't no, knowingly yeah. do any because I I've, I'm aware of the situation. I know this person. Um, he's a great guy. Um, yeah yeah so, for sure so, like, this yeah. is this is one of those things where we're not talking about toxic toxicity no. here it's just like the, the extent you've gone yes exactly so, no 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 i would never imply and honestly before i started dating you because you were in a relationship when i first met yeah. you um and i was i'm one of those people when i find somebody who i like i like latch on i'm i'm a very dedicated crush e yeah. <laughs> like when, when i crush yeah crusher i guess yeah because the crush e would be like you yeah. like the person i have a crush on yeah. um no when when i find somebody i um I really just adore them as a person and I latch on and I just like their, like, I just like them as a human being. And it's, and I've always, I've never been attracted to somebody who I haven't been best friends with first mm-hmm. or like really close friends yeah. with. Um, and so that's very important to me. Um, and, but even with you, like I would never say you were a bad person or, or, or like the person before you is like a bad person. Cause it's not anybody's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just one of those things to where you know, my advice to, to my former self would be like, just say something, just do, you yeah. know, cause you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're hurting. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a shitty place to be. You just, mm. you got to live. Um, life is too short for that. Uh, I know that seems like cliche advice, but honestly do it. Um, worst case scenario, they don't like you back and, but then you have closure. If you yeah. move on. Yeah. Um, but I think now we're going to go ahead and we're going to read some of the anecdotes that we've gotten from uh, people who wrote in. Yep. And I'm really excited about this. Um, so there's been quite a few today. And as you guys know. Five today, I believe. Okay. Well, that is very cool. No, uh, yeah. Oh, do we, oh, six? Yeah, yeah. No, no. five. I'm just saying we, uh, we have five. That's, I was just. Um, and I'm super stoked. Thank you so much to everybody who wrote in. Um, yeah. I'm excited to read what you guys wrote. And as you guys know, at the end, we are going to give away a $10 PlayStation or Xbox or whatever you want. Um gift card yep so you can buy yourself a shiny new game yep so um we're gonna use a random number generator for that um yes. and that's gonna um with the switch to email that we kind of mentioned earlier that's gonna help with that too yeah um so then we have an email to give you the code yes um, because we'll be buying these probably on amazon and just sending you the code yes um and then you'll be able to tell us too if you want um playstation xbox or nintendo and the other thing too is or steam um ask ask if i also has a character limit so it's it's a little bit harder to get good questions yeah. in there uh for so example we have a seven part question today um, or like answer <laughs> or, or, I guess. yeah like response so 
Um, start with the first one. Uh, these are all going to be anonymous. We're not going to say who these are. Um, some of them do have names attached to them. Um, we do know who wrote all of them. But um, so from, uh, not, I guess not from, but the first one, uh, how far? Um, I've ended up putting best friendships to the wayside for an abusive girlfriend of mine, not to mention self-depreciation for their enjoyment, argued against family members, valid opinions, and missed out on two years of what should have been stress-free high school youth. Um, this is hard. Um, especially in high school, um, especially being um, teenager, uh, it's hard to have that kind of clarity when you're that age. You can fall in love at any age, and I do think that even young, because I know a lot of people roll their eyes at like, oh, two 15 year olds in love. Like, in like I think that love is valid no matter what. Um, but at the same time, it hurts my heart to see this because like when you're in high school, you're too young for a relationship to ever like to take your youth away from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be taking yeah. away your high school years. Um, like, I mean, there's some people who say high school is the best years of your life. I completely disagree with that. Yeah. Um, life only gets better. I feel like it depends. On who um, you are. yeah, it depends. I mean, some people, they peak in high school, yeah. but hopefully you're not. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but, but still, I mean, youth is high school is kind of the last bit of youth you have you know what i mean mean, maybe college maybe maybe some early college but i feel like that's when you start growing up um but in high school you still you're generally not working to pay your you don't have bills you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um you work maybe a part-time job and it's for extra spending money but like you don't have that um mandated you're not forced to work it actually i just talked to a girl who i work with about this um you know at that point you can still choose what you do with your spare time you can um you're not required to do certain things. And to, it sucks that you'd be with somebody who um, stole those years away from you. Yeah, or, and, 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 you know, steal might be a harsh word, but you felt like they stole. Yeah. You know? Because, um, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty, um, And not to say that this person's feelings are completely valid, but at the time, they were happy, um, I would assume. And it's, it's hard to look back at that with anger. And I don't think that most people, like the person that they were dating, um, I don't think that that person's necessarily a bad person. Maybe they didn't know how they were being. Yeah. Um, especially in high school, you're young. Yeah. You don't really know what you're putting on other people to deal mm-hmm. with. Um, but it sucks that there wasn't a discussion sooner. It sucks that this person had to carry this and feel yeah. this way. I mean, two um, years is a long time, especially when yeah. you're that young. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, it, 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 let's say from 16 to 18, you're dating this person. That's a, that's a ninth of your life. Yeah. Um, which is a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, it, like I said, it's easy to look back with, anger or ooh, i just hit my mic sorry about that um with anger or you know um disdain, disdain regret. yeah yeah regret um those are great words thank you um <laughs> but i think it's a it's important to i mean what's done is done yeah. uh, we're asking for these questions obviously about stuff that happened in the past so like thank you for writing in um but it's important to uh to forgive and mm-hmm. say you know what Forgive yourself. Forgive yeah. the other person. Um, at least, at least in, generally. In that, don't in, in that situation. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, the conversation, like Jessica said earlier, the conversation should have happened um, earlier if you know you felt that way. But it's so hard in, when you're in that moment to know that you're feeling that way, that you're yeah. feeling manipulated or anything like that. Um, so. You know, and like listen to your friends, listen to your parents. If like your yeah. friends and parents don't like a person that you're dating, mm-hmm. um, I mean, unless they're shitty friends. Like, I mean, you could have shitty friends. Who knows? You mm-hmm. could have shitty parents. But generally if they're generally they're people who look out for you you know what i mean um and i feel like there are relationships where it's like uh you start dating this person and everybody dislikes them and you can't figure out why there's generally a A reason reason. um you know if it's like a universal thing like it's it's just it's but and it's so hard to reach people when they're in a relationship and they feel this way um because like you're like oh no it doesn't matter i love this person and like yeah that's valid they don't know him like i do yeah Yeah. her like i do yeah. yeah um but gosh, 
Well, that's actually yeah. that actually ties into our next one. Does it? Yeah. Okay. So you the want next. To read this one? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So this is Hey Kiss Kiss Game Game. Uh, the furthest that I've gone in a relationship is probably isn't much in the grand scheme of things, but I did spend about two to three years of a four and a half year relationship as a secret boyfriend. The parents didn't want her dating, so we broke up, and we had to keep everything hush hush. That sucks, That's man. That's awful. <laughs> um, I'm I'm incredibly lucky in the fact that Jessica's parents have always been and whole family has been super welcoming to me. I can't imagine um, having to try to keep that uh, keep a relationship hush hush, especially for that many for that long. Yeah, for, for two, th- to, two three to three years, years of a four and a half year relationship. Mm. I mean, that's obviously the majority of it. Wow. And then to break up at the end, to like spend that long um, putting in work and and I, I mean not even put, like putting in what work about, makes it seem like a chore, well, but putting like in, putting in the work of keeping it quiet, not necessarily the relationship yeah, itself. Yeah, no, and it's like building a relationship with somebody for that. Um, and it's like it's one of those things too because everything was kept hush hush. Like, who do you really talk to afterwards? Like, I'm sure you have yeah. friends and stuff, but there's a certain part of you that like. Well, this makes it sound like the, just the parents were the ones that were out of the loop. Yeah, so that makes it true. a little bit easier. But like, if you're keeping a secret from literally everyone, then yeah, that's where you run into that problem that you're yeah. talking about. It would just be exhausting too. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's that's one of those things to where, yeah, that's that's probably going too far for someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we have another one? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, next one here. Um, so this one says, there are mistakes that should be forgiven and mistakes that should not be forgiven. It's usually difficult to read the gray between the two. I think that's incredibly true, especially with what we've been talking about. Um, mm-hmm. There's and it's because there, we were just talking something about how to forgive people in the past and yeah. stuff like that, and then this kind of ties into that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you gotta you gotta be able to stand your ground on what you believe is unacceptable and mm-hmm. is crossing a line for you, but at the same time, like obviously, don't compromise your beliefs or compromise your integrity as a person. Yeah. But you've you the, the, the relationships are all about communication and compromising, and yeah. that's probably going to be something we say pretty often here. Um, so this one's hard because it's it's we're not saying you to that you should. Oh, forgive always, but and there's mistakes that should not be forgiven. The the answer or the post itself says. And something this makes me think of right now. So um, last night, Aziz Ansari was yeah. um, accused of sexual misconduct. Yep. Basically, I read the whole thing. It was like so incredibly disappointing to read yeah. because I've just been I've always been such a fan of him. I love his stand up. Um, I loved him on Parks and Rec. I love Master of None. And so like just reading it, I was just fucking heartbroken because he always presents himself as such an ally mm. um and it, it's it, it's you know i i 100 believe the story you know like there's it's you read it and i think i don't know it, like i said i'm just disappointed but um to kind of tie this quote into that because that's what this makes me think of um the most i've done uh for love oh wait no you, oh, you switched yeah, sorry, it sorry, sorry yeah. there you go. <laughs> um there are mistakes that should be forgiven mistakes that should not be forgiven it's usually difficult to read between the two um what he did was absolutely a mistake. Um, he took advantage of somebody. He made somebody feel small. He completely misread signs that were ample. Um, and he apologized the next day. And maybe he was drunk. I, I, don't, I don't know. And that's not really an excuse either. But it's just so hard, um, especially because we've seen more and more cases of sexual misconduct and um, flat-out sexual assault kind of arise. And um, it's not a question for me of believing it because I, I believe the things that I read. I honestly do. Um and I think that that's that as humans, we should take people for what they say. Yeah. Um, and that gets into a whole debate that I'm not going to get into because that's exhausting for everyone. And everybody has different opinions and yeah. people are so heated about this right now. Um, but when do we forgive? When do we um, when when is it enough that somebody made a mistake and when it should it be held on to and, and 
it's hard. And, and I guess that that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to solve any problems or say anything here. I'm just trying to say, yes, I agree with the person who yep. sent this to us yep. because it is so difficult to read between mm. the two. Um, yep. Especially in the moment, like we, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. It's Especially hard. in the moment. Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't, yeah, we can, we can move on though. So um, here's the next one. The most I've done for love. I've moved from Boston to Seattle for my current girlfriend. Uh, the hardest is probably adopting a puppy with her. I like the, I like this one. This one's cute. It is cute. Because, I mean, I get that. I mean, when Jessica, when Jessica and I started dating, um, after uh, about a month and a half, her parents decided to move, mm-hmm. we were long distance for a year and a half. We were. So, I feel... And I moved um, from, you know, California. I was I was looking at California schools. Um, now, we, now we live in California again. But I was looking at California schools, but I ended up going to Missouri mm-hmm. and living in Missouri. Yep. And what's funny is at the time, my mom was like, you're just doing it for a boy. And I was like, no! I'm going to a really good school in Missouri. And blah, 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 to be blah, fair, blah. you were going to a really I mean, good school. In yes, <laughs> but at the same time, like it was absolutely for a boy. I know. Uh, she was right, and it worked out. It worked out. Um, Listen to your parents, kids. Yeah, but it, you know, it was. Um, yeah. And I do I regret anything? No, because I like where I am right now. But um, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, so I get the, the moving thing is it's a big step and it's one of those things to where you just hope you don't look back on it and regret it. Um, and adopting a puppy is hard too. I mean, yeah. Andrew and I have a dog together. Um, that's a really big yeah. step. We got and him very early. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, those are, those are definitely big steps. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. This, uh, this last one is very long. It's seven it's parts. Long and um, so seven parts. Well, there's like a very small character limit on this. Yeah. Part. Okay. So what's up? So a few years ago, I started working at this small grocery store with a guy that I thought was cute. I didn't try to pursue my coworker due to having a boyfriend. My boyfriend and I had been dating for about a year at this time. I would talk to my cute coworker here and there while at work, but nothing serious. While still dating my boyfriend, I started to develop a crush on my coworker. I would give him compliments on what he was wearing and tease him about our job. No flirting, just me being extra friendly. Which is flirting. Hard stop. That's flirting. <laughs> Quit lying to yourself. More time went on, and I ended up liking him. Not just a crush... Uh, I felt weird liking another guy while I was dating my boyfriend of now a year and a half. I felt guilty and didn't know what else to do besides quit my job and delete my coworker on Facebook. Jesus. Um, Some drastic measures. Damn. I didn't want to be reminded of how cute he was or how funny he was. I was going to stay faithful. Six months passed and I needed a job again. I lived at home, so I didn't pay rent. I ended up reapplying to the same grocery store I worked at before with the knowledge that my cute coworker was still there. Almost instantly after working there again, my huge crush towards my coworker came back again. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, that, that's going to happen. <laughs> um, oh. oh, you opened up the wrong one. Yep, sorry. Where's part five? Part five. This is a long one, guys. My coworker and I ended up talking one night. We were working together, and I honestly don't know what went through my mind, but I ended up blurting out that I like him. He was stunned when I told him since he knew I had a boyfriend. He messaged me later that night saying that he liked me... Two. The next day, I broke up with my boyfriend of two and a fourth that's oddly specific years <laughs> and he broke up his girl broke up with his girlfriend he was with and we went on our first date a few days later long story short we have been together for over a year now more happy than ever we live together and we just got our first pet a kitten more of the story follow your gut my gut told me to go for my coworker, and it was the best decision i've ever made there's a lot to unpack it to, to there is yeah there is here. I, I mean um, honestly i mean i can't um i can't give him a hard time for you know the whole having a significant other but kind of having a crush on somebody because like just said earlier, like i had a significant other when just and i met and um then i didn't and, then and like you didn't me. explicitly break up with your girlfriend for me but no yeah, but i but mean you started having feelings for me while you were in a relationship exactly so like, i can't i can't <laughs> i'm the last person to pass judgment on any of that you know i have to give the person who wrote this in though major kudos 
uh, if I started having a crush on somebody, even if I were in a relationship, I would not be able to delete the person and leave it. Because it's hard. It's hard when you um, – it's, it's hard to – give up on someone you yeah. know what i mean or not like give up on someone but like when you're when you're in a relationship it's like you know that if some if you start to feel a certain way um you should distance yourself like that's what they yeah. always say is like if you're in a, if you're married and you start to like somebody else like cut them off you know yeah. what i mean like if it's a coworker, keep it strictly don't hang out with them outside of work yep. um if it's a friend stop hanging out with them you like like make it a point point. and so the person who did like who wrote this in literally quit their job that's yep. a pretty fucking huge yep, thing that's, to do that's, that's, that's impressive that's, no yeah. definitely so i mean talking that, about like what i've done for a relationship i mean for her for the person yeah, before I, that i feel like this is more about the, what she did for the previous no, relationship yeah, um, yeah honestly than it is about what she's doing for her current relationship yeah no and i completely agree with that which it's, it's it, it kind of is um quitting your job and deleting somebody on facebook and stuff like that like trying to preserve the previous relationship those are big things yeah. um and it ended up not being worth it yeah. um you know we don't know much about how the person before treated you know the person who wrote yeah, in, like the, the previous a, boyfriend. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I mean it's 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 a huge thing to do, for sure. Um, and I think that it, that's almost like a toxic thing to do. Yep. To quit your source of income because uh, you feel guilty uh, yeah. about potentially being unfaithful to someone. Yep. No, I think it, I, I think it's I think it's. I'm awesome. not condoning being unfaithful to anybody. Yeah. I'm just saying like that's a huge thing to do. Yeah. All right. Um, so those are all of our submissions. Yes. Um, well, what are we looking at time-wise right now? I don't know. Um, probably about an hour, I'd guess. A little Ooh, over an hour. Perfect. A little over an hour. Perfect. Damn. That's fine. Is that's that what fine. we wanted to be? Yeah. That was shooting for between an hour, hour and a half. So we're perfect. Okay. Um, so, what, so we had five submissions. So what we're going to do is we're going to use a random number generator. Uh, generate and uh, we'll tell you which story won. We obviously won't tell you who it was and we will contact them privately. Yes. So are, are we, we ready? ready? I'm ready. Do I have to do drum roll? Don't do that. Jesus. Sorry. Somebody wasn't a percussionist. Anyway. And it is number four, which is um, there are mistakes that should be forgiven and mistakes that should not be forgiven. It is usually difficult to read the gray between the two. And I like, you know, I loved everybody who wrote in. That Mm -hmm. was great. Thank you so much. I loved your stories. And um, I'm not loved, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Exactly. Your stories. Um, But I'm glad the little, like, piece of advice here. It is very sagely advice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. and uh i think it's i think it's a good note to end the podcast on so um really i think ultimately what it comes down to like how far have you gotten a relationship how far should you go when does a relationship become codependent was kind Mm -hmm. of part of that as well um it's all when you decide it reaches that point um and in a relationship it's uh two or more people um and it's it's up to you and the other people in your relationship or relationships um to figure out where the line is yep. um everybody has their own boundaries yep. everybody has uh their own opinions and their own feelings and their own dreams and ambitions and uh it's up to you to respect others and to also respect yourself yep and to uh take the initiative to talk about those Definitely. and make and set them yep so i think that does it for us yep. um i would love to if you guys um this obviously was kind of like a choppy first it, it, not choppy but like this isn't exactly how it's going to be. I hope that in a few months, um, a few episodes. Yeah. Like things are going to be different. Um, more or less the same. I think that we kind of like, this is our idea. This is what we wanted to execute. Um, but maybe you liked certain things and you didn't like other things as much. So write us in, um, our email is kiss, kiss, game, game at Gmail. Yep. 
um, write us, uh, let us know, be like, Hey, I really like this or Hey, like I didn't like that you spent this much time yep. on this or, um, like, or I was expecting more of this. Let us know what you were expecting. Yep. Give us some feedback. Um, yeah. You can also, uh, reach out to either of us on Twitter. For sure. Um, for sure. I'm at Cogs the well, C O G S T H E W E L L. You can also Bruce. reach out to Bruce. Yeah. Bruce will respond. Oh, and Jessica, you are uh, at J S K U H O W A R D. Jessica okay. Howard. And then we can you can reach out to the podcast uh, Twitter as well. It's K K G G Pod, right? K K G G Pod. Yeah, the Twitter. No, it's podcast. Oh, okay. K K G G Podcast. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, follow us on all uh, the three of us. I guess collectively the three of us yeah. on there. Um. And uh, you can basically we're just saying that there are many ways to reach us. We yep. would love to hear your feedback. Um, yeah. If you're expecting more of something, if you want less of something, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, we are growing this. Like, obviously, like we're making our content. This is our vision and stuff like that. But our focus and the reason why we're doing this is to uh, to make content you like. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, we want to like it. We want you guys to like mm-hmm. it. And we would like it more if you guys like it. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, help us cater it to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check us out uh, every other Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. on iTunes and Google Play. If there is a service that you would like us to be added to, let us know. Um, it's hard to find every podcasting uh, app out there and get your podcast on there. So if you guys can direct me towards the ones you use, I'd be more than happy to work on getting them up there. Andrew's is more of the technical side of things. So yeah, yeah for sure hit him up on like if you want it on a different service or yep. if there's problems with audio. Like you, you do more of the technical side. Yeah. And so. while you're on the services, especially if you're on iTunes or Google Play, if you could rate and like, um, that helps so much with growing new podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. It puts us up the charts, which um, is so important for finding an audience. For um, sure. Excuse me, sushi burps. I've been having them <laughs> We all had night. sushi, yeah, like right before we started filming. And like I walked in and I was like, I'm like way too full to do this. But we got through. We did. We um, persevered. So yeah, tweet, share. Uh, the podcast would be greatly appreciated. Uh, yes. Thank you for Spencer um, at Spons on Twitter for the intro music. He did all our subtrending music, so we got back together with him to uh, get a get an intro track going. It is wonderful. I fucking love it. It's I do great. Too. It's I do fucking do. awesome. Uh, he's super awesome to work with. So thank you again, Spencer. Yep. Um, long time friend. Long time. Um, so yeah, I think, we love you long time. Yeah, we love you long time, Spencer. Uh, so I think that's it. Yeah, I think um, so. Um, thank you so much for listening to our first yeah. podcast. Um, I know that there were multiple points in this podcast where I was like, "Oh, that was rough," or I said something wrong, or and uh, I'll get better. Yeah. But thank you for bearing with me mm-hmm. and bearing with my, me uh, pointing out my mistakes and yeah. doing that again right now. I know I am. Uh, but no, it'll it'll only get funnier. It'll yeah. only get better. It'll only get. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just more. Keep just, an eye on just, uh, Twitter yeah. and Facebook for um, the what the next topic is going to be about and oh, some questions. What? And we're going to have guests. Oh, um, yeah, one of the right. big things that we're doing is every other podcast we want to have guests on, if not more than that. Yep. Um. So next week we're going to have a special guest. Yep. We'll uh, announce it later this week. Yep. Um. But look forward to that. And yeah. then can we say what game we're doing next? Yes, uh, it's going to be a fun one. <gasps> Do you guys want to know? It's Overwatch. Overwatch. So this one's going to be super goofy. Agents of Overwatch. <laughs> this is Winston. Um, yeah, it's going to be super goofy. I can't wait. It's going to um, be a lot of fun. But Next week's going to be a lot of fun. I'm been, excited. We've been dragging this out for a little bit, so yeah. let's, let's so cut it. So we're, we're wrapping it up. All right. We love you guys. Thank Th- you so much for listening uh, to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Nope. Oh, nope. Gang. That's a movie. <laughs> kiss Kiss Game Game. Thank you so much for listening to the correct title of our show, and we will see you guys in a couple weeks. And hopefully Jessica learns the name by then. Bye. Bye.